Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Harry Winks right at the last. Deli Alli. Lamella. To Dombele. He's back in the game. Hugo Lloris. And he saved it. And the final round. Shishenko. Hello and welcome to The Last Word on Spurs. I'm Richard Cracknell. We're looking back this evening. Oh, autopsy is just, it's painful. It's painful. Look, we'll get into that first. I've got housekeeping to do. Joining us again this evening, uh, wonderful as always, dropping us his pearls of wisdom. Let's see what he makes of that this evening. Via the Daily Hotspur, Jamie B. Jamie, evening to you. Yeah, good evening. Um, yeah, I mean, a, a really disgraceful performance tonight, to be honest. I mean, it's just so frustrating that we're doing the same things over and over again. You know, I mean, I could, you could kind of argue it's a bit pointless just doing this show. You might as well just go and listen back to the ones we did after the Palace game or the Wolves game where we're saying the exact same things. Um, you know, the substitutions just didn't happen. Um, we continue to play the way we have been. And um, yeah, it totally disgraceful performance tonight. And uh you know, we 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 deserve the we deserve to come away with the point, and it's very very disappointing. Yeah, here here uh, joining us as well. Trophies are coming, but uh, I don't think it will be a league one. Evening to you, Mr. Chris Carlin. Chris, how are you doing? Hello, Richard. Yeah, very disappointing. Um, very frustrated when you think of how many points that we have dropped so far this season. Uh, it's an incredible number. One one at home to Newcastle. Three three. West Ham, 1-1, Crystal Palace, 1-1, Wolves, and now tonight. It's just so, so disappointing. And I've got to say, um, this is one week and one Spurs game where I just saw this coming from uh, from half-time. Because, you know, Fulham looked like they were growing into the game. They looked like uh, 
They looked like they were going to win the game. And if I'm completely honest, as a Tottenham Hotspur fan tonight, I think that we are very, very lucky in actually getting a 1-1 draw because Fulham deserved something from the game, if not the three points. They gave everything. It was a completely different Tottenham Hotspur to the first 45 minutes to the second 45 minutes. What the hell was going on tonight? It's just unacceptable and very, very frustrating for all of us Tottenham fans. Totally agree. Totally agree. Just see if we can make it a hat-trick of disappointment. I'm sure we will. Finally joining us this evening, it is the one and only Mr. Lee McQueen. Again on crackers, lads, uh, listeners. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I'm buzzing after that. I've, obviously, you know, I mean, sarcasm is strongest. I, I, I completely agree with the lads, obviously, all of the listeners. I'm sure we've probably got over 150, 180 listeners' questions in, and I'm sure we're going to get into them crackers. And thanks ever so much, everybody, for getting in touch. And But I can, I can guarantee what you're all asking, because we're all going to be saying the same thing. Why don't we change it? Why are we low blocking? Why are we defending a 1-0 lead? What are we actually doing? Why is Son and Kane having the least amount of touches other than the goalkeeper in the in the football match? I mean, it's just absolutely beyond belief. And for me, I kept saying it on our, on our WhatsApp group, didn't I, lads? This is Palace all over again. And I said it in the first half. The goalkeeper had a couple of world-class saves, even though one of them might have been offside or whatever. It's a really good save. Kane scores a goal. Fantastic. We, we uh, you know, we have a couple of chances. No, then we drop off. Then we let the the opposition get into the uh, into the game. Then they grow in confidence. Then they get a, a, a ball out wide. The Palace, it was a free kick, and in this instance, it wasn't. Ball comes in. They score a goal. Exactly the same thing. Then we get a little bit of urgency for the last kind of like twelve minutes or whatever. He makes some changes. I mean, what was the point of making them changes then? We got Bale on the bench. Lucas on the bench. Deli Alley on the bench, and he's and he's got three older midfielders on the pitch. I'm yeah. sorry, I, I, I am I'm not one of these you know these, these people that go up and down, up and down all the time. I am an all or nothing kind of person, right? I'll be honest with you, right? There's no kind of middle ground with me, so I have a good or it's bad, right? But the re- and today was very bad, right? It, it, it was bad, but the reality is that you can't start Musa Sissoko. I thought it was a lack of respect. I thought it was a lack of respect tonight. We went to Marine and it was all about respecting them, putting out the best, doing a professional performance. We've done all them things. And I think tonight we disrespected Fulham by the, by the, by the, uh, by the starting lineup and by the way that we played. I, I thought it was, it was an absolute disgrace to be able to come off that football pitch. And, and it is on Jose, right, lads and listeners, it, for me, but it is also on the players. We talk about leaders and we talk about mentality shift and we talk about, you know, being able to change. Who was leading that change today on the pitch? Who was driving us forward to go, am I going to have some of this? Who fancied it? Okay, I just, I didn't see that in, in that way. I, I just, look, is the reason why we changed the show to doing them right after the game is so that you you listeners can listen to this, right? This is the, the emotion coming out from all of us tonight, but... When you look at the analysis and you look at the blue book, I mean, the blue book is bursting. I'm not going to get through it all tonight because the, the, the stats are disgraceful and I can't stand it. But, you know, we had to try 15 attempts, only six on target against a team in the bottom three. We beat West Brom, a team in the bottom three that are like going down 1-0. We beat Burnley, a team in the bottom three or the bottom four, 1-0. We're getting away with it. We're getting away with it. Mm. And now, yeah. and now, and now we're not getting away with it, like one one draw or whatever. All of a sudden, it's becoming an issue. We, we've, we've conceded four goals out of open play all season, 
right? 16 goals in the Premier League. Four of them have been in open play because one, one tonight. The rest of them were from set plays beforehand. I mean, it's just, it's just not good enough. This is training ground stuff. Like, what are we doing? Are we swanning stuff around? We, everybody talks about the, the Southampton game, including me, the amount of goals per game, the amount of goals that were scoring. It was fantastic. But, you know, we got battered that first half, if you remember, in, in Southampton. Mm. We put one half of football together against Southampton. We put one half of football against, uh, against Manchester United, uh, you know, t- together. I don't think we've played 92 minutes worth or 93 minutes worth of, 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 of good football. And, and it's really difficult for me because I, I, I've been backing Jose, and I'm still backing him. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm just emotional and I'm annoyed for tonight. And I'm still backing Jose, but he has to take the flack of that, and so do the players as well. Like, if Kane's not getting the ball, I, I'm a bit miffed. I'm going to be speechless in a minute, which would be a first. That would be, be a world record if I'm ever speechless. But I can't understand at half time. Jose's standing there. We've all watched the documentary. Or if you're a Spurs fan, you haven't. That's probably strange. But we've all watched the documentary. Do you honestly think, lads, a, a quick question. Do you honestly think that Jose, at halftime, went to them players, sit back, drop another 10, 15 yards off and defend? Did, did you think he said that, lads? But it happens all the time, Lee. It That's happens what I mean. So he must have. Yeah. There are so yeah. many times that this happens where we're sitting on a 1-0 lead. I can understand, as a Tottenham fan, right, getting results and grinding results out um, against some very, very good quality teams. Fulham are sat in the bottom three. Now, to, to put this into context, the first half, that goal from Harry Kane, you know, it was, well, it was a world-class move. From Hoybier out to Regulon, Regulon cross to Harry Kane, everything about that move was absolutely world-class. Why do you not try and recreate that move again and again and again and get that second goal and put the game to bed? At halftime, we all thought, right, we're going third. You know, we'll only be a couple of points away uh, from top of the Premier League, you know, where we need to be, where we want to be, you know, pushing for the league title. And, uh, you know, it's a very, very strange year. We should be pushing for that league title. And as you said um, at the start, you know, Tottenham should be clear at the top. You know, all of these draws... The mentality shift that we all think that has happened is clearly is clearly not because because of what's happening. But you know, in the first half, that move from uh, Hoybier, Reglon, and then Harry Kane, you know, to then the second half, the 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 quality difference from the first forty five minutes to the second forty five minutes, it just doesn't make any sense. And when you think that if you're Harry Kane or Hunmin Son or one of the creative players in the Tottenham Hotspur side. You know, to not have the ball at your feet. You know, you're a footballer. You want to be playing football. You want the ball at your feet. The amount of possession and the amount of ball that we gave Fulham tonight, too much respect, far too much respect. And as I said at the start, I think that Fulham thoroughly deserved their point tonight and, you know, probably could have even or should have even got more. Um, but, yeah, it was so, so disappointing. But, yeah, I absolutely, uh, I'm absolutely with you, Lee. You know, half-time, Jose Mourinho saying, sit back. He must have done because you cannot... You cannot have this Tottenham team keep doing the same thing. He he also he picks the team, and there's four. What's he picked? He's picked Hoybier, picked Winks, he's picked Sissoko. So he's picked players that aren't players that are going to move the ball forwards. You know, we have now become painfully reliant on Harry Kane and Jungmin Son. You know, there's no one else, maybe apart from Ndombele, but it just doesn't do it enough to drive us forward. There's no one in that midfield or attack who else is going to join in and help help create attacks and it is literally just all on Harry Kane and Son and when they don't turn up Spurs you know there's there's no way to get forward and um, I know you could watch during the match 
you know, he, Jose Mourinho he sits there most of the time and he doesn't seem disappointed that we aren't going forward, that we are sat back that deep. And, you know, maybe he does say it at half time and maybe you know, Lee's right, but there's just, there doesn't seem to be that urgency for us to go forward or that desire from the manager to see us go forward. And uh, I think he has to take the blame because he selects the players. I think there's a lot of creativity on the bench. Deli Ali, why on earth now is he, there's no, literally no excuse for him to be dropped yeah. at all. Um, you know, you totally. can take that poor form, but so is the rest of the team. You know, Gareth Bale, he's played four games in five months. And, um, you know, obviously at Real Madrid, he was completely frozen out as well. He's not the same player because he hasn't been playing football. He's 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 totally like rusty. And so well, how are you expecting a player like Gareth Bale to get back to his best if you're just going to keep him on the bench all the time? It was an opportunity today to go and kind of bring him on and maybe an opportunity for him to change the game. We waited until, what, the 75th minute to make that first substitution. What? And on that, Jamie, as well, like, just, like, let's just lay it out there. Everyone else is thinking it. Let's just get it out of, off our lungs. Why is Big Vinny not coming on, you know, until 80th minute? Right, yeah. it, the, yeah. the centre-backs at the back, they ain't had nothing to do. They've had nothing to do. There's been no, nothing really for them to worry about in the second half. Why not? Bring, he's just come off the back of a hat-trick. I don't I, care who you've played. You've only competing what you've you got in front of you. He's got a hat-trick last game. Why don't you bring him on in the 65th minute or something and give him a go? Oh, a good oh. half an hour. Bale, Delhi, Lamella. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It's because they attack. It's because they attack. That's why he didn't bring him on. What, Jose, I'll tell you what, Jose, why did you not make substitutions before you did tonight? What did you see in that game that, that all of us on, on, on the pod and all of the listeners and everyone on social media and all the Spurs fans, we saw it. What didn't you see? What, what, could you not see that it was Palace again? Could you not see it was Wolves again? Could you not see it was Brighton? Although we won the game, it was still Brighton. You know, exactly the same. Could you not see that? Why do you think, though, Lee, that uh, Carlos Vinicius don't come on? Because all season, he's had very, very limited minutes in the Premier League, Carlos Vinicius. And after a hat-trick, of course, high confidence. Uh, you know, yes, it was only Marine, but of course, you can only beat what's in front of you, as you just said. Um, but, you know, if, if we all wanted to put a positive spin on this, you know, after 17 games in the Premier League, we are, we are sitting in sixth place. We are only six points away from top. We're only three points away from second. But do you know what? In all honesty, and it pains me to actually say this, in that second half, as a Spurs fan, I was bored. I was I was really bored, you know, watching watching my club play. And I'll tell you what, if I was at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium tonight watching that game, I'd have been even more fuming than I am now because it was a really, really poor performance. And I don't think that a lot of fans, when the fans do go back to full capacity stadiums, you know, when that day comes, you know, who knows? But... When that does happen, I think there'll be a lot of fans extremely disappointed well, by some of these displays. Well, I'll, t I'll tell you now, Chris, you, you've hit nail on the head for me because, as you know, and the listeners know, I'm a season ticket older, right? And it takes me probably about two hours to get home from a, on, on a match day, right? So tonight, after that, after watching that in the freezing cold, I'd now have a two-hour commute to get home, like on a, on a school night, effectively. I mean, you can't be serving up that dross, and I'm not, you know. Turning on him, look, I'll be back to my optimistic self way before the end of the show. So don't you worry about that, listeners. But, you know, just to get it out of the, get it off my chest now, I, I'm so. I tell you the thing that riles me the most, right? It, it's, it's not tonight. It's not actually tonight. It's the fact that time after time after time, over and over and over again, it keeps happening. It's the yeah, same thing. And that, for me, crackers, is the problem. Yeah. 
that is that is the big problem. It's like it's that definition of madness, isn't it? Doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different outcomes. He knows what he's going to get with those players. He knows that that's coming, and it's just carbon copy all the time. But I mean, as 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 Chris just said, at, um, was was talking about with with the fans and just selfly at Zane uh, Lions. How long would this style of football be accepted when the world goes back to normal and there's 63,000 people in that stadium? I am, Jamie, I'll come to you. I am genuinely, genuinely concerned that for, for, there, being, for there being problems because we saw it down the road when Wenger wasn't getting things right and they're turning against each other. I mean, you know... It, it led to serious problems and fights and all sorts. And I do genuinely worry that when the crowds get back in now, that we're going to see, we're going to start seeing blue on blue action. And, you know, that's the last thing that anybody want, wants to see. But it happens, doesn't it? I, d I just can't believe that Jose Mourinho himself accepts it. It's just not working. And we can see that. We can see the, the, the goals coming. We all knew exactly what was happening. I even messaged that. The WhatsApp group, I've, I've watched this game before and know exactly what's going to happen next. We mm. see that goal's going to come. Um, you know, the way the way the game starts turning and, and, and we don't react quick enough, the way that we don't make substitutions, the way that we don't change the way we're playing. It's just, you know, we need to be, we need to be much more um, kind of, we need to be proactive. Again, it's comes back to the whole point. We need to be proactive rather than reactive. And uh, it's just so annoying that we kind of wait and wait to that goal to, to go in and then we start making changes and it's all too, too late. Um, just for me, I mean, I'm, the supporters will not accept it. I think we know a lot of Spurs, Spurs fans, they kind of pride the way that they support the club is that Spurs play attractive football. And I know a lot of fans will not accept that, but I, I don't think, think that should matter. I think that the, the manager, it's not working and he should not accept the way we are playing at the moment. So he's got to kind of rethink the way that we're, we're either setting up because there's either an issue with the way we're setting up the team in terms of playing too many defensive-minded um, players or players that aren't creative enough. Um, so it's something needs to something big time needs to change. It felt to me, it felt to me tonight, Jamie, that, you know, because of the stuff that's gone on this week with Harry Winks, is he leaving, is he staying, all that sort of stuff and the whole Winks scenario, it's almost like he played Harry Winks because he, he wanted to get him in the side. Do you know what I mean? I think he, he, he wanted to play Sissoko because he wanted to get him in the side. Then he wanted, he obviously, you know, he plays a dustman all, all day long because Hoiberg, again, you know, he's, he's one of our best players. And but, so, so he wanted to get them in the side, but, but, but actually it wasn't the right side to pick. D does that, does that make sense? I don't know if I'm making any sense there. It should not matter. It should not matter what team Jose Mourinho puts out. Whatever 11 professional Tottenham Hotspur players play on that pitch tonight against Fulham, the result should always be the same. A Tottenham Hotspur win. We've got more than enough quality throughout our whole squad to win a game like this. So it's not about team selection. It's not about Harry Winks playing. It's not about Musa Sissoko playing. You know, it's about, um, you know... He didn't make the substitutions. You know, he didn't change the game. We're sitting on a 1-0 lead against Fulham. That is the problem. Sitting on a 1-0 lead against Fulham, who are sitting in the bottom three. That is the issue. And it is boring football. If, if he comes out and says, though, that the style's not the issue, then something, something must be wrong. And it has to be the team selection. It's the players that he's picking that aren't doing the job then. And he needs to kind of rethink 
to, to try and work, rework, rework the way he's picking the team because at the moment, either the style's not working or the players that he's putting into the team aren't doing the job that he wants them to do. So, you know, he keeps picking the same players and he needs to change it up. Bring Delhi Dali back into the fold. Bring Gareth Bale back into the fold. Bring players who can create chances because we're not doing that at the moment. We're totally reliant on, as I said, Harry Kane and Chung Min Son. So he needs, if he's, if he he's genuinely believes that the players aren't reacting to what he's saying and, and we're not playing the way that he wants, then he needs to change the personnel. At Connor Masters, um, who said he's going to play a bit devil's advocate and said, um, could this be the player's mentality rather than Jose's tactics? And I can see where he's coming from because the first 15 minutes we was poor. But then for the last half hour of that first half, I thought we looked much better. We looked we looked a bit busier. We looked a little bit at it. Winning at halftime, comfortable, 1-0. And you thought to yourself, OK, do that last half hour again. And we, we get the winner. We go on to score another goal. We come out second half and we just, we were even worse than the first 15 minutes. So I don't know. I don't know what you chaps think. Is this player mentality or is Jose getting them at half time and saying to them, no, 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 you're not doing as I'm saying. You need to sit back more. Lee, what, what, do, you, what do you think? I think it's Jose. I really do. Well, this is just what I'm saying. Like, that's what the point I made earlier. We all watched the Amazon documentary. We saw him at halftime team talks every, like most matches in that documentary over the, over the series. And, and, you know, he didn't once say don't press. He didn't once say park the bus. He didn't once say sit down. No, look, I, I know that can be edited in and out and, this, and shake it all about. But, but the reality is that you're not going to edit in something, you know, at, at that point. You saw the team talk that he was given that... Uh, tactical analysis against Manchester United uh, at Project Restart when we went 1-0 up and then uh, Eric Dyer gave that penalty away. He, he told all the players exactly what was going to happen. He said that he, they're going to bring on Pogba at such and such time. This is what's going to happen. Pogba's going to do this. He's going to do that. He's going to... It's exactly what happened. This is literally what he wrote. So I just... It's not that I'm... I mean, I, Jose is in my head, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying... I'm not trying to defend Jose Mourinho tonight. Everyone's to blame. People got to look at themselves. And you know, Kane's got to look at himself tonight and go, did I play well enough? Son's got to look at himself tonight and say, should I finish them goal? Son had four unbelievable chances. Unbelievable, right? Four. Um, Goalkeeper made two brilliant saves. One header went wide. What he hit the post as well. Um, you know, so you know you can't really have a go at that. You know, who else come up with the goods? Who else tested the goalkeeper tonight? You know, is is, this, is Jose saying don't test the goalkeeper? Please don't go forward. I mean, I thought maybe he is. I thought I actually don't know crackers. I, I I can't believe that he's saying that to them. I can't believe it. But he must yeah. be. Well, my, my my next question will be who who's on the pitch to to have those opportunities to have those shots. Who would you kind of trust to go forward? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Harry Winks, no. Hoybier, obviously we he know had a he chance. Does. He's couldn't a put it away. Sissoko, he had a chance. Well, there, there, put there's it that, away. but they're not. You know, but they're not. You know, Sissoko. Do you trust him as a player to go through and score? No. So that you know, there aren't players. There's only Hank, um, Kane and Son really at the moment, and maybe in Dombele, who can kind of go and create those chances. Who can go and bring us forward. So again, but it's all it, about he needs to start changing but, the personnel, but trusting. It, but players. is Jose is, is Jose then got a point? We has tonight, ridiculously. But is Joe, is Joe say got a point then to go, well, hang on a minute. You know, because actually, if I start putting them players on and we start going forward, do I start le leaking goals in he's the back? He's the one we picking, but he's the one, 
He's the one picking them to start off with, though. So, that's, so then, what I mean. that's, what, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And then there's a lack of changes as he, well. The lack he's of picking them. Why, why he's he picking them because earlier? he's trying to defend. But we're not even defending because we drew one-one. Like if that was a one-nil win, it was it, it was boring. But we'd probably stomach it because we win one-nil, right? But 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 at the end of the day, we didn't. So he's got to do something different. He's got to change something. That West Ham game, I think you brought it up earlier, Jamie, about you know when we three nil up. Then, then West Ham goals, every single one of them was from a set piece, you know, or, or, or the, the own goal from, from, from Davison Sanchez. Davison Sanchez had a shocker that day. He's had a, you know, he ain't had a shocker tonight, but again, it's about drawing people out. Well, you know, he got drawn out that, you know, defending, that there was one or two silly mistakes that defending, and, and that's what let them in. You know, I thought Eric Dyer in the middle and, and, and Regulon trying to defend that header for the goal. I thought they, they, were, they, were too, they were too far close to our own goal. They should have been further out to be able to head that ball away. Got kind of caught underneath it. I know the analysis tonight, uh, listeners, is not going to be fantastic because, you know, we're, we're all emotional about, uh, about the result. But I, I'm not... I'm not trying to defend Jose. And I have defended Jose. And I don't mind. And I also don't care about being right or wrong either. You know, the reality is that, you know, our goals per game ratios since that West Ham game in the Premier League have shot down. There's no, there's no doubt about it. We were three scoring, six at Man United, five at Southampton, three in the first half, at, uh, you know, against West Ham and whatever. We're scoring goals. We're just not doing that now. Yeah. You know, we, we got 15 in our first four. 15 yeah. goals in our first form. What was it? What was the other thing, Jamie? Yeah, I mean, obviously, the, the stats are a little bit old now, but it was it, at the point. It was we we then went on after the West Ham game. We went on to score 11 goals in just 10. So we scored, you know, having scored 15 in our first four, we then went on to score 11 goals in 10. It showed you that we kind of, we, you know, we're scared now. We've completely changed the way we're playing again. So, so is that yeah, the mentality yeah. as well of the players, though? So, sorry, crackers, because we we'll talk about Jose. What's Jose going to do if if Jose turns around to Kane and go, "You must do this," and Kane don't do it? Is he going to drop him like like he does with Delhi? He's, he's just not going to do it, is he? Somebody no, on the pitch no. tonight could have changed that game. You know, we talk about game changes. We talk about moments. You know, the substitutions tonight from Scott Parker. And look. Scott Parker, kind of one of our own, if, if that makes sense. You know, good, good luck to him. I think he, you know, his team played well tonight. You know, they've done really well. You've got to give him some, some sort of credit. That, that his substitutions were good. But Scott Parker, with his substitutions, changed the game, right, for, for them. Where was our change? May, maybe it should have been tactically. So Joe said, absolutely, he, he hold him to account. But what about the players on the pitch changing that game? What about somebody dropping a shoulder and having a go? What about somebody putting somebody else? Where's our game management tonight? When we're freaking panicking when it's going through the middle and we don't know what to do. I don't I don't think we had a shoulder dropper there. That's 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 the thing. At 7.15, I see that team come out and I get what Chris says. That still should be enough to get us the three points tonight, that team. But Hoiberg, he does a job. He's not a drop your shoulder. He'll go in with a shoulder. Winks, you know, sometimes he drops a shoulder, but once every five games, you know, it's just Sissoko. He's got two goals and two assists in his entire Premier League career. That's not good enough. That's not someone that's going to drop a shoulder. Sissoko, I mean, I hate to think the number of assists that he has. Again, it's Ndombele is the only other player on that pitch that I think would to drop a shoulder, as Lee said. I mean, Regulon, why is Regulon not being allowed more licence to go forward? You see how good he is going forward. That ball into the box that he played is absolutely incredible. He's one of the best attacking fullbacks in Europe and he's not being given that freedom and it's yeah. frustrating. Um, 
And and Sir, I mean Serge Aurier, he's just become no Serge Aurier, isn't he? You know, it's just like he just he's just not get they're not getting. But again, Serge Aurier can put a good ball in if he if he goes through. All right, sometimes they're a bit they can be a bit wayward, but he has got a sweet cross on him. It's just, it just wasn't there tonight. Crackers, what you said though, there was a spell tonight. I would give Tottenham. 20 minutes, maybe 25 at the most, and that was it. Other than that, I thought we yeah. started off pretty bad. I don't think we were brilliant in, in, in that part. The rest of the first half, like you said earlier, Crackers, yeah, I agree with that. And, and and actually, that was the time that we could have put the game to bed. You know, we could have scored a couple of goals. There was crosses coming in. We we're attacking. The goalkeepers made two world-class saves, although one of them might have been offside. You know, we, we, we're, we're having a go. Why can't you do that the whole match? I think that's the frustration with everyone. If you come off that pitch tonight, 1-1, yet you've thrown the bloody kitchen sink at it and created like had 10 attempts on target, 25 attempts on goal, goalkeepers out of the world and you have a 1-1, sometimes you just go, you know what, fair enough. Do you remember that Manchester United, Tottenham Man United game at Wembley when De Gea just absolutely, I think we had 11, I think he made 11 saves and we lost the game 1-0. And sometimes you just go, you know what, fair, you know, fair, fair enough. That's, that's, the, that's how it works. If Tottenham won all 38 league games 1-0, we played boring football under Jose Mourinho, um, you know, everyone would be very happy. But the thing is, we know that this football is Jose Mourinho. We, we know that. We, we, it's, not, it's not a new thing. It's, it's not a surprise to all of us Tottenham fans knowing this type of football. If you go back to the first season that he took uh, you know, charge of Spurs last season, you remember that Bournemouth away game, 102 minutes of football. We didn't even have a shot on target. He concentrates mm. on the defensive side of the game first. He wants to shore up the defence, make sure that we don't concede goals. But the thing for me tonight, especially in the second half, well, and, and you know there are spells in the first half as well, we looked like we were going to concede goals. And, you know, from corners, uh, we were very poor. You know, there was no marking. Um, there was no players um, closing down. I thought it was very poor. Um, but overall, you know, a very, very disappointing night tonight. Um, but we all know what Jose Mourinho is about. That is why he wins lots of cups, because he is a great cup manager. Because, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you play boring defensive football, um, you know, in cups. You can win, you know, 1-0, 2-1, whatever. As long as you go through and win a cup, it's great. I actually believe that trophies will be coming, and I can't believe I'm saying that after tonight, but I do think trophies will come. Um, but it, I think that all of us will have to just put up with this style of football in the Premier League. And that is what's most frustrating because the cup competitions come around every so often. The league games are constant, you know, game after game. Um, and it and it and it's going to be very defensive at times. I think it's going to be a, a long season. I think a lot of games will be very boring. I think a lot of games will, will will grind results out. And I think that there'll be a fair few games like tonight throughout the season. But as long okay. as Tottenham are in that top four and we pick a trophy up, then I think everyone will be happy. But it's funny how I think that so many Spurs fans, you know, because we've played like this so far this season and everyone's happy. When Spurs are getting the results, everyone's happy. As soon as we start drawing, you know, some of these games like against Fulham, you know, don't, no disrespect to them, or losing games like against Fulham, then people are going to start asking questions. But this mm. isn't a new thing. I can't actually see it. I can't see this football getting Champions League football. I can't see it getting us into Europe. We're making far too many mistakes playing like this. And, we, you know, tonight, you know, we should be absolutely, as you say, Chris, we should be absolutely playing 
Fulham off the park, but instead we're struggling. The way we're playing, we're creating problems for ourselves. And, you know, the club will want Champions League football. And if we're not getting that, so it has to change. It can't stay like this. It's not working, as I keep saying. So he's got to find a new way of, of kind of um, either the way we're setting up or the way, you know, the tactics. Something has to change. We can't accept the way we're playing at the moment because we're not going to get Champions League football playing like that. It's a requirement, though, Jamie. Jose Mourinho has to get Champions League football for next season. It so is he a has requirement to from the Tottenham board. So he has if to we, change. If, we, has if to change. we won the Carabao Cup and won the Europa League, which gets us uh, Champions League football, so that's two trophies, and we finished 10th in the Premier League, would anyone care? Uh, no. <laughs> because listen, because at, the end, at the end of the day, that, we're, you know... Hold that fault. Uh, because, listen, we're going to take a break because we're going to come back with a debate of league football versus cup for football versus this style of football, because we have had an absolute raft of questions on that, which I'll be putting to you. So that's a great debate for the second half. Uh, just before we do go to the break, um, just a little reminder, but just in life, sometimes there are things that are more important than football. Believe it or not, there is. I know, it's amazing. Um, and uh, the Tottenham Food Bank is still looking for donations now more than ever. And I know the Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust have teamed up with them and uh, Spurs fans, as always, have stepped up to the plate over the last weeks and months and made great donations and helped a lot of people out. But as I say, they are still looking for everybody's help. So if you're on social media, on Twitter, uh, at Tot Food Bank, that's T-O-T-T, -T, uh, Food Bank, all one word. That's their uh, Twitter uh, handle, address, if you like. So if you go there, I mean, there's all the details or, of course, the Tottenham Oxford Supporters Trust. Twitter site and Facebook sites and everything else and they can give you details about you can help out so uh, if you can brilliant I know everybody's under the cosh at the moment but some people even more so so uh, yeah doing, doing great work chaps well done as I say right we're taking a break don't go anywhere we'll be back with the debate on the cups versus league versus style of play don't go anywhere Phoenix 51 is a powerful employee technology enabling organizations to make data-driven decisions at every stage of the employee journey from hiring through benchmarking and development too. The platform provides detailed analytics on the most important asset in your business, your people, enabling organizations not only to make the correct hiring decisions, but also how to benchmark, train and retain them. Phoenix 51 powering your people decisions through every part of the employee journey. Welcome back to the last word on Spurs, where we've been looking at Tottenham 1, Fulham 1. Oh, man, I hope this is serving as a bit of therapy for you. It's like a virtual church hall with a circle of chairs that we've made and uh, all having a, having a gas and uh, hoping that it, that, it, that it helps. But uh, it, it still hurts. It does still hurt. So... As I said, second half of the show, we have had, as Lee alluded to earlier, literally hundreds and hundreds of points raised and questions that have come in on the social media. And we thank you once again, each and every one of you. We can't get through all of them. It's crazy amount. So, uh, but we do thank you. Um, 
So I'm going to come to you, Chris. You're our cup specialist, okay? And I'll just read you a few of these. Um, at, at S underscore Wilson 23, we can't and won't let cups mask this football. It's appalling. At JJ Coda, are these results acceptable if we win a trophy? At Hengi, is this crap football worth a cup? So there's just a flavour. There's like three or four. And that is a big theme now, is that there's so many people that are saying, even if we do win a cup, I just, I, I cannot, this is, this is the listener speaking, I cannot put up with, with watching this. Do you think that's just a little bit of uh, acidic reaction to this evening? And then if we do win a cup, it will be different. But I don't know. I'm getting the feeling a lot of people feel that way. Cups or not, they're not going. They're not going to have this. Well, we definitely need a cup, Richard. Of course, 13 years without a trophy, you know, for a club like Tottenham Hotspur and the size of Tottenham Hotspur now. Uh, of course, you know, we, we've said it many times on this channel, world-class training facilities, world-class players, world-class manager, et cetera, et cetera. We need trophies at Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. They are very, very important. Daniel Levy now knows how important trophies are to the fans and to the club. And, uh, you know, we, with a club like Spurs being without the success in all of this time is simply unbelievable. And uh, that is why Jose Mourinho has been brought in, regardless of what style of football he will play. The board will require, as I said earlier, the board will require Spurs to finish in the top four. If we get that top four place and we win a trophy and play super football, fantastic. If we get that top four place and a trophy and play really boring football, grinding one nil results out each week, that's going to be acceptable to the board. That is going to be acceptable. And there's, 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 there's no question about it, what the fans want or what style of football that we want to see. You know, I've never, ever said in my life, even under uh, the management of Christian Gross or Jerry Francis, or whatever, I've, never, I've never said I was bored of watching my club. I was bored tonight. Mm. Um, yes, I believe the trophies are coming. I truly believe the trophies are coming. I've said that all season. I do think that we will finish, uh, you know, this season with a trophy. But as I've said, and I've said many, many times, uh, you know, last season when Jose Mourinho took over, uh, you know, there are many performances that if you dissect them, there are many performances that you can see that we play defensive football and we take our foot off the pedal. We take our foot off the gas. You know, we sit on one nil leads against, um, you know, very mediocre sides, sides that sit in the bottom three. We're, 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 we're defending one nil leads. Is it acceptable for us Tottenham fans? It's not what we want to see, but as long as we get that top four place and as long as we get that trophy, then the board will be happy. And uh, I'm sure that most Spurs fans will be happy. There'll be a lot that won't be happy with this style, but that's just the way it is. Lee, I'll put the same to you. Um, there's there's a growing army of people out there that are saying, I'm sorry, Who's... I cannot put up with this week in, week out in the league. Just putting up, it's like putting up with dull fish fingers and mash, if you like, for the, for the, for the once a year <laughs> price stake, if you like. It's uh, probably a terrible analogy, but... I don't know. I just, I can see more and more people saying, sorry, I can't watch this in the league, even if we do get a cup. 
Well, that's a difficult one. I mean, George Kelly on Twitter says the same thing about, you know, why, oh, why uh, against Fulham, uh, relegation threatened, you know, that we're playing the way that we do. Uh, Jason at Fraggle 29, Leicester, Wolves, Palace, West Brom, all, all little uh, or, or lateral ambition and, and all that sort of stuff. You know, so they're, they're flying in. Sunny K as well. Um, how are you going to put a positive spin on this tonight? Um, because, you know, it's absolutely woeful. Um, you know, lo- loads of stuff come. Can't name everyone. D- Duffy, t- uh, Duffy at Two Little Duffs as well on um, uh, on Twitter. Now, why is Sanchez on the pitch tonight? He's getting a lot of stick. Why didn't Dembele come off and not Sissoko? Why are we playing three holding midfielders? Where's our cr- attacking creativity? You know, designated Hotspur um, says as well. My question is: Is Jose having a defensive attitude on this game? Why is Sissoko playing right wing? All of these people, all these fans, I'm trying to get through as, as much as we can. They're all saying the same thing: We mm. can't stomach this football. And and it's like I said just before the break as well. Can we stomach this football by winning a Carabao Cup and a Europa League, which will get us into the Champions League and finishing tenth in the Premier League? Like, w- would that the problem? The problem with these these uh you know these hypothetical situations is that if if we knew what the outcome was going to be then we could enjoy the football do you know what i mean regardless of what it is i'll put some i'll, put, I'll try and put a positive spin on it uh if i can liverpool uh play manchester united at the weekend and we play sheffield united now if we play like we did tonight we'll probably get turned over but let's look positive say that we don't if if manchester united take uh, beat liverpool we're on the and we beat sheffield united we're on the same points as liverpool this is how crazy the season is, right? Mm. We want to say, having said that, having said that, if Sheffield United turn us over and then, the, you know, uh, Villa and Southampton and, and Chelsea, whatever, uh, and West Ham win their games, right? All of a sudden, we're only four points in front of Arsenal, right? We, we've had an absolute shocking season by all accounts and we're sitting in 10th place. That's how mm. crazy the season is. So people oh, outing me on Twitter saying, what about the crazy train? That's why I called it the crazy train, you numpties, because it is utterly crazy. <laughs> It's a crazy train. This is up and down. This is why one week we're brilliant and next week we're not. It's a crazy train. So, so the point being is that, you know, we've, we've, we, we've got the second best defensive record in the Premier League, even after tonight. We didn't lose tonight. Very, very disappointing. Absolutely. But with one win at the weekend, we, still, we can still go back up into third or second place. We can, go, we can go level on points with Liverpool Football Club, who were like the I runaway think, leaders last year. I think the problem is is where we've dropped these points and what could yeah, have been, because I think it would I, be I, a I, bit I, more acceptable if it was drop points versus Liverpool, Man City, which we did. Which Man we U, which you know. That's what I'm saying. So, but, so, so I mean, like, again, I'm just trying, trying to put some balance out as well, because, you know, you're talking about, oh, it'd be acceptable if we drop points. We didn't drop points against United. We smashed them 6-1. Oh, yeah, yeah what about City? We didn't drop points against City. We beat them 2-0. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, but we, but we, so you know the reality is we can go and smash Fulham. What would you rather smash Fulham six one and lose to Manchester United or beat Manchester United six one and draw to Fulham? Much rather be kind of taking advantage and winning both of those games because yeah. it just shows that we're not good enough yet, doesn't yeah. it? It shows that we're not at the level that we should. No one is though. Who is running away with the league? It's not as if Tottenham Hotspur are sitting in fifteenth place, fifteen twenty points behind the top. You know, we're, we're not. We're six points off the lead and we could go second at the weekend. Exactly, Lee. And, and can you imagine, you know, some of this boring football that people can't stomach? You know, can you imagine that Tottenham do get that top four place? Or can you imagine that Tottenham are in the title race? 
in the last 10 games of the Premier League season playing this boring type football where we're grinding 1-0 results out against the like of Fulham. You know, we've played Fulham away and we're grinding 1-0 results out. You know, all of us won't like it, but if it's grinding results out, and it mm. is funny how, how, you know, I'm not going to try and put a positive spin on this, but a little I bit. I am. I'm going to do it. I am. I don't care. But, I don't care. Like out say, me. But no, no Premier League team is going to run away with this Premier League this year. It is a very, very strange and, and weird and wonderful uh, season uh, so far, and it will be until the to, until the end. Anyone can win it. Anyone can finish in the top four. It's going to be. It is going to be. Tr- uh, you know, crazy uh, up until the end of the season. And, and you just don't know what's going to happen. And like I keep saying, I think Jose Mourinho will deliver uh, for Tottenham. You know, he did deliver last season. He got us Europa League football, which uh, which was very, very important for the football club. Well, that's why that's why I was saying, uh, boys and listeners as well, you know, we're getting pro- proper heated in here tonight, people, on, a, on our virtual meeting. We are loving this. No, that's why I said before the break about, you know, would, would that be acceptable per se? Because this, this team feels like it's set up as a cup team. That's what it feels like. It's set up, do not lose a football match away from home, per se. Come out and then do the business if you can. Do you know what I mean? I know we drew tonight, so people are going to be like, oh, yeah, but we drew tonight. But, but you know, in, in the two-legged affair in, in the Europa League, we're probably set up in that way to kind of win. We're already in the cup final. The, the first one that's on offer this season, we are sitting there in that cup final already. Um, and, and again, I just want to point out some other clubs to show you how crazy this train that we're all riding is. Chelsea spent £220 million in the summer, right? 220 Kai Havertz, da, 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 Timo Werner, this, that, and the other. They're on 26 points. They're four points at the moment behind Tottenham Hotspur. And we're just battering us for, 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 for um, drawing against Fulham. I'm not trying to defend tonight's performance, one iota crackers. I promise you I'm not. So the listeners, you know my view. We were woeful, unacceptable. But in the grand scheme of things, annoying in hindsight if we'd have done this, if we'd have done that. But it's also shoulda, coulda, woulda, you know. But we haven't done it. But we're still in a position. We're getting away with it. And that's the bit that's frustrating. I just don't think we should be accepting that, though. The big thing is... I'm not accepting it, Jamie. I've just made that clear. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, I get that. And obviously, I think that's I think that's fair enough. But look, Spurs, we shouldn't be accepting it. It feels as though, yes, maybe it is a crazy season. But a lot of the time, we're creating our own problems because of the way we're playing. Because we're not going to kill off games. We're not seeing through the, and getting through the three points. We're allowing, allowing teams, because we're not killing it off, we're giving that chance to come back into the game. And as we saw, Fulham growing confidence. And then we struggled to kind of go and get that second goal. You know, we are creating our own problems. And we feel as though, you know, Spurs, we've shown there is real quality in this team. We can show this season mm. can be a very good team when we go forwards. And we are creating our own problems. And that's the big frustrating, I think, from supporters, that the way we're playing is creating our own problems. I've, I think, I agree personally, you, it's a very, very high-stakes game that Jose's playing because I think if he's going to serve that up as the football, you better be putting some serious silverware in the cupboard. And I don't think one League Cup is going to cut it. I think people, like Chris said, if you do win 1-0 every week and win the league, people will say, OK, justifies it, means to an end, and, and, and we're, we're league champions. But, 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 if you don't get those results and playing that, then people uh, people just ain't accept it. I think people were, oh, we come away after losses. There was that element of like, 
almost seeing there was an entertainment to it. There was, you was thrilled by it. Even though there was a loss, there was a thrill to it. When you're getting no thrill and a loss, it, it, it feels like a double whammy to a lot of people. Yeah, but we, we drew tonight, though, just so just everyone knows. We did draw tonight. Yes. It wasn't a loss, yeah. right? We did draw. Yeah. And, and again, just, yeah. just to interact, if I can, so, sorry to interrupt, but just to interact with you, because I, I think you make some brilliant points, is that... You know, the reality is when you start looking at some of the stats and we get the blue book out and whatever, you know, we're the fourth highest scores in the Premier League, fourth, fourth, fifth highest. Yeah, we've got the second. This is the sort of stuff that Jose will bring out to you. This is the sort of stuff that he will say, well, you know, but and then we'll say, well, hang on a minute. What about Wolves? What about Leicester? What about, you know, what about Palace? We've seen it all before. This is the thing. This is why it's such a crazy quandary is, you know, the, 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 the reality is that, Liverpool have gone for a blip. Man City were awful, absolutely woeful. Everybody was telling us, "Yeah, they're shocking. They're, they're they're third in the Premier League with a game in hand. They go second. They are on form, absolutely on fire. But they had a they had a slow start. Manchester United had a slow start. They're currently top of the league. Maybe this is our blip. Maybe the blip's going on longer. Maybe I'm just trying to make excuses. I'm I'm not making excuses because I'm a Tottenham fan, the same as everyone else. I'm not a Jose Mourinho fan. I'm a Spurs fan, and I want to see. Free-flowing, attacking football. There, I've said it. Uh, am I stomaching the fact that w- the way that we're playing and we're winning result? If we win, I'll stomach it all day long because I want to win a trophy and I want to win the Europa League and I want to win the Premier League, boys and listeners. That's what I want. I'm a Tottenham fan. I ain't seen, I, I've never seen my, my side winning the league. Never. 60 years, man. It's ridiculous. Yes. Yes. So, so yes. I will stomach that, but... But, but do I want to see free-flying attacking beautiful football and get baffed 3-0 every week like Leeds? No, I don't. I don't want to see that either. So it just has to be a balance. And this, maybe, maybe, maybe this is a, a watershed moment. Maybe this is a sliding doors moment for Tottenham tonight and inside the dressing room. Maybe it is. But, but and I have to have that hope, Jamie. I know you want to say something. I have to have that hope because... And that, it's a hope that kills you and it's a hope that keeps you. But I have to have that hope because if I, if I just switch off and just go, no, it will never change, uh, what's the point? I might as well not bother. I might as well just not bother watching football anymore. How many, how many times, though, are we going to have kind of this moment where we think this is going to be the slide indoors moment where we're suddenly going to change? Because we've seen it too many times. I just can't believe that we didn't change after Palace, that we didn't change after Wolves. It, it, you know, it's not it's not delivering points and you know so can it, we change just, it? Yeah, it is is it do we want to change i.e Jose Mourinho the tactics the manager the the you know the analysis all of the stuff the way we set up or do we want to change you know do, do, have we got the ability to change sorry do, have we got the personnel to change everyone's raving about the the you know that we had a fantastic window including myself again I'm getting out on on social media so I don't know what I've done to some people saying about bail this and bail that are you telling me that no one was excited that bail signed give me one person that said no nah, I don't want bail well, do me a favor the thing is you've got someone like Gareth Bale on the bench and he's not being used well, that, that, that's that, the point that's the yeah exactly exactly that's that, the point that, that, that yeah exactly exactly and, and, and over recent years, we talk about, you know, we, we've got no backup striker or no one to challenge Harry Kane. You know, you bring in Carlos Vinicius. He's had such minimal minutes in Premier League mm. football so far this season. You know, mm. after just scoring a hat-trick at Marine as well, you know, just mix it up and He's change the game. 15 minutes before tonight. When, 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 when I looked at the lineup uh, tonight before the match and you see Deli Ali, Eric Lamella, Lucas Mora, Gareth Bale, Carlos Vinicius on the bench, you think, right, if, if, Tottenham are struggling in the game and we need to change the game and we need a goal. 
surely one of those five players is going to come on uh, 60, 70 minutes, uh, change the game and grab a goal or grab an assist for us. It didn't happen. You know, we've got we've got great we've got a great bench there. We've got great options, but it wasn't trained quick enough. And that, and I think that's what's really frustrating is the fact that yeah. um, so far this season, Hunmin Son and Harry Kane, you know, they're breaking all the records. They're scoring goals, so creative. You know, they're setting up goal after goal for each other, scoring goal after goal as well. Fantastic finishing from both of them. And it's so frustrating not to see them two being used a lot more in games like this, especially when we're one nil up. And that's the problem. I, I think I, I think another big problem as well is is trust. I think that he trusts only a small group of players in that team, and that's why he leaves them on the pitch. I think he trusts Moses Sissoko. I think he trusts Harry Winks. He trusts Hoybier. You know, and then the people on the bench. You look at the bench, and I don't think he trusts them. But it's, it's just not working. I'm not even asking for attractive football. I'm asking for football that actually works. This football it just is not no. working. For there's, the players. there's the problem. It's 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 not good to watch, and it's not working, and and not working. And I mean, with personnel, we've seen this evening an Instagram post from Delhi Alley looking fed up. I mean, you know, it, it's almost it's almost like Lady Dice sat on her own uh, on the bench in front of the Taj Mahal. That that picture, it's just saying a thousand things with, without any words at all. And you just think it's, you look at that game tonight. It was crying out for a Delhi Alley. Maybe maybe Delhi isn't the answer, and it's it's all gone too far now. But that game needed a Delhi Alley type player, uh, and, and he was there, and he never got used. And that's and I think that's the, the huge frustration that we're seeing from fans tonight. That's that, that's where it is. Even if Dele Ali wasn't the answer, though, maybe necessarily don't people don't think that he would have come off the bench. The players on the pitch weren't the answer either. So no. you know you've got to cut. So you know you have to change something, even if maybe you don't think it's going to work. It has. You've got to change something when it's not working. And it's just as you say, it's crazy that we keep repeating things. Well, you talked you talked about this last week, Jamie, about having a plan B. Um, and you know we've talked about this on the pod a few times. What is the plan B? Because there was no plan B tonight tactically for every. For every, uh, if I had a pound for every time I saw uh, Poch get battered about tactical analysis when he was our manager, and 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 a pound for every time somebody said Jose masterclass, you know, be a very very rich man, right? We'd get in another helicopter. But but the point being is that you know <laughs> that was a joke, by the way. But a point, you know, in, in a very somber mood. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, um, but you know, the, the, but the reality is that tonight tactically we got it wrong because like you said the personnel the way we set up the no game uh, uh, game plan uh, uh, plan b it was just I can't get my words out it's so frustrating tonight yeah. to, and it feels like a loss i know I, I, I said you earlier greg's oh we did draw but it does feel like a loss doesn't it it's That's just the so problem. disappointing draws are feeling like losses draws are feeling like losses chris yeah. lee, lee can i just ask you i don't know whether you said this off air or on air um, about if Hunmin Son had got that shot in, it didn't come off the post. You know, we wouldn't be having yeah. this conversation. Yeah, now, I still felt very disappointed. And I think if Tottenham would have won the game, you know, if Hunmin Son scoring that goal, I would have still felt quite disappointed in the performance. Would you? Because it seems like it seems like you would have been one of them Spurs fans to think, well, okay, we've won the game. You know, it's, it's been quite poor in the second half, but we scraped the win. We've won. Yeah. We, we, we've won the game, but. Um, 
you know, you, you, you're going to be happy because we've won. Obviously, we're going to yeah. be happy. But, yeah, exactly. But, you know, because we've had performances like this in this season where we have scraped wins. Yeah, getting yeah. away with it. That's what I said. I think I, so. I made that point off air about the Son hitting the post. If that goes in, if that goes in, it's two 0 The game's dead. Like it is. That is the Jose way. It's the way we've said it enough times on the WhatsApp group. John from uh, Lily White Rose will say it. Two 0 bang, it's dead. And and I think I think the game dies at two 0 um, and yeah, I would have had a different outcome because we'd be sitting third in the Premier League. We'd have kept another clean sheet. Uh, you know, we'd be we'd be right on the house. And when when Liverpool drop points against United or whatever at the weekend, we we got above them. So it does. It would have made a difference. But I think the the, the key point or the overriding point you're making there, and the whole feeling around the whole club has been that we're actually getting away with it. You know, because that would have been we would have been getting away with it, but I would have been happy because we got away with it. Right? Oh yeah, result, we got away with it. But you can't keep going in like Jamie said. Oh, you can't keep going into football matches week in, week out, doing the same things. You know, twelve yeah. goals conceded from set pieces. That's ridiculous. You know, keep doing the same thing, soaking up pressure and just letting it and then bang another goal going in. Palace, the walls. We've said it all tonight on the show. You can't, yeah, something has to change. There's no plan B. And and therefore, we're becoming very predictable. You know, when we were playing like this at the beginning of the season, we were blasting teams away because people didn't know what we were going to do. Now we're very predictable. People know what we're going to do. And and because we've got world-class players in Son and Kane, we still score goals and we're still brilliant. But everything else is just, it's just you know, it's, it's becoming a little bit easier to know what Tottenham are going to do. We all knew it. All of the Spurs fans knew it. Do you think Fulham didn't know it? Of course they did. Yeah. They knew exactly yeah. what was going to happen. But but that, but that the style of play under Jose is not going to change, is it? No, absolutely not. No. It's exactly why. When And again, I don't know why I'm defending myself tonight, but exactly why I call it the crazy train. It's exactly why when he was appointed, I said, fair enough. Here coming. He'll win trophies. And we were in a cup final. And he put that trophy in the cabinet. That's my prediction. We'll win that cup. And, and I still think we'll win the Europa League. That's what I think. And then it'd go tits up. It'd probably be a row over Delhi. Did he get a loan? Did he not get a loan? And it'd go tits up in 18 months. That, that, that's what's going to happen. So, yeah. you know, just enjoy the crazy train. That's what I said. Yeah. That's why we, we're crazy tonight. Next week, we'll be up at, we'll be second in the Premier League. We're loving it again. I've always, look, I, I want, that's another thing as well. I think as as much as I, I've True. always defended Jose Mourinho and I'll continue, I, I will defend him now just on a point. I do think as well, if you've got Jose Mourinho as your manager, you've got to go and give him players that he trusts. I still think in the defence, he hasn't got that central defender that he totally trusts that allows yeah. us to play higher up the pitch. And that's where Daniel Levy, he has to accept that he's got in a manager now, that he has to deliver players that he can totally trust. So he's got to go and deliver him that central defender that he wants yeah. so players can play higher. Absolutely. So, so you've got to he, go and deliver that personnel for him now. He's trying to make safety boots out of ballet shoe uh, silk, isn't he? That's can, the problem. Can I just say, though, I know we haven't done much analysis tonight. It's been very emotional and very, you know, like just getting it off our chest and just really, you know, all the leads listener questions. Again, thanks so much for sending your listeners questions. There's so many. I think we're covering off them points. But if we do analyse the, their goal, what should have happened in the defensive position? You know, what what, what actually happened was that, so, uh, Sanchez got dragged out wide. He was the one that was actually blocking in a right back position, um, Lookman, but to, to get any 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 done him, got a, and he got a yard on him and got the crossing. Where was Serge Aurier? Where was the cover from 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 Serge Aurier? You know, typically you would have had a Sissoko covering back, so Serge Aurier could come uh, further back. 
and and it, we were out of position. And again, so mm. just just saying, if we were defending that correctly, the way we're set up as a defensive team, if we were defending that correctly, that goal doesn't happen. And then when that ball goes in, by the way, it was a fantastic ball, right, from uh, from the substitution. But that ball was fantastic. When that ball goes in, if you freeze frame it when that ball's going in, both Regulon and um, Dyer are underneath the ball. They're in, a, and they're in a position where they can't attack the ball to get it out. Mm. So, therefore, he didn't have a free header because they were there. But uh, the the, um, the fellow, the goal scorer, he almost had, like, if you know what I mean, like a free header to, to power that in the back of the yeah. net. It was a good move from them. But if we were defending that correctly, that wouldn't, uh, again, that, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Do you understand you know what yeah. I'm, I'm trying to say from the yeah. analysis? So, so the yeah. point being is that, when we're setting up defensively, if it works defensively, sometimes you can appreciate, do you know what, we defended well. But not only did we set up defensively today with zero ambition, with a lack of touches from our top uh, our hot streak players in Son and Kane, but we also defended, when it mattered, not very well. And that's why it's a disgrace that it keeps happening. Yeah, no, spot, spot on. Well, listen, we're going to take another break now to bring you a preview of uh, Sheffield United at the weekend. Oh, man. <laughs> when, when Spurs are like this, you don't want the games to come, do you? Away at Sheffield United, difficult place to go. I'm sure we'll be uh, we'll be trotting that out at some stage. But look, I'll just finish. I'll try and finish on a little positive note. And Kane's brilliant, brilliant diving header. Who doesn't love a diving header? And wonderful cross from regular, not that it sort of uh, mattered much this evening. But, Lee, I'll throw this to you. I'll throw this to you, listeners. You can ponder this while you're listening to the to the previews. Harry Kane joined Robbie Fowler and Andy Cole this evening. Only three people in the Premier League have done this. And Harry Kane joined them this evening with that goal. So I'll leave you to have a think about that. When we come back, I will give you the answer. Don't go anywhere. OK, Jose, frustrating night, but we had the chances, didn't we, for sure? Yeah, we had. Uh, like we normally have, chances to kill the game in the first half, a chance, a big chance to kill the game in the second half, and then a mistake, and uh, punished by the mistake. Spoke to Pierre, a very frustrated figure, said we dropped a bit too deep in the second half. He said that. You know, but if you drop too, if you drop too deep, uh, you mark in the box and you don't concede goals in the header. I mean, looking ahead, Sheffield United are next. I mean, just I guess we just pick ourselves up and go again, right? Yeah, but uh, don't look to Sheffield results because they are a very good team. I don't look to them as a team that is bottom of the league and just won the first match. I look at them as a good team they are. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Pierre, tough night. Yes, tough night. Uh, disappointed, disappointed with the one point. Um, disappointed not to keep a clean sheet. Disappointed not to keep uh, control of the game better than we did. And that doesn't mean we have to stand and defend uh, in our in our own box. No, it means that the team as a, as a unit has to be solid, has to be compact, has to be working together with closed closed lines, uh, short short space between each other. I don't think we did that uh, in the second half. Uh, and yeah, and then on the other hand, with the ball, uh, what you say, defending with the ball, but doesn't mean that you just have to pass the ball around. It means that you have to pass the ball around with a target uh, and controlling the game. Uh, and we didn't do that. So uh, there's many small details that uh, 
that are disappointing tonight. But um, I'm very happy that there's a game again in three days. I'm happy that we can show a reaction. I'm happy that we can show that we're still very hungry, very ambitious, that we still have a lot to do. And uh, yeah, luckily, uh, like I said, there's a game in three days where we can show our reaction um, and, and keep going. Hi, this is Johnny from the Showroom View, sending in a clip for the last word on Spurs. So, obviously, we just had our first league win of the season against Newcastle. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be lying if I said confidence was high, but it, it just feels such a relief to get a win on the board. And even if, well, we are, not even, it's when we go down now, it's a case of at least we're trying to actually give teams a game. Because that was the problem before. We were going out there, we were waltzing about, and we didn't look like we really put much effort in. Whereas in that Newcastle game, we were at them from the first minute, giving them a go, give, actually trying to take the game to them, and it showed because we ran riot over them. The missing piece of the puzzle, of course, is sticking the ball in the back of the net consistently. We had chance after chance after chance, but if we don't start sticking the ball in the net, we're going to make our own problems, aren't we? The exact opposite, might I add, to, the, <laughs> to Tottenham, to Spurs, whereas... You've got players who just seem to know the back of the net like the back of their hand. You've got Son, you've got Kane. You've, you've just got an absolute beaut of a front pair. And you, you just look unbelievable this season. It's the best I've seen you look in a long time. People uh, will give Jose Mourinho some stick. But I think it has to be said, Jose Mourinho is one of the best managers out there. I rate him highly. rate him a lot better than I rate Pep. You look at what Pep's done, where has he gone where he's not just spent billions and billions and billions and people always point to what Mourinho spent at Chelsea, but how much did he spend at Porto and Inter? Man U wasn't a good spell for him, but look at Man U. I, I don't think Alex Ferguson would do up with Man U at the minute. That's how bad they are. So in regards to the game itself, I think it, it'll come down to quality, shining over confidence really. You've got that quality from start to finish. You didn't always have the confidence. Mourinho's now had his time to put his shape on the team, put his image on the team and get them playing the way he wants them to play. And I think that shows that shows how well you're doing. For the game itself, uh, my head says it's going to be 1-0 to Tottenham. We always lose 1-0. <laughs> it's a simple fact of the league. Sheffield United, nil. Other team, one. But that being said... Look at what we did to you last season. Uh, nobody quite fancied us then. Everybody thought you were going to run rough shot over us and we absolutely tonked you at the lane. Let, let's hope for our sake that the same happens again. I know that you won't agree, but I'm, I'm hoping the Blades can put on a performance. And if we play like we did the other night, even if we do lose, I'm not really bothered. At least we're giving the game a go. As for our team, I don't see why you'd change it, really. Uh, same lineup as we played for Newcastle. Burke looks absolutely brilliant. He's got some great pace. He gets in behind, knows how to dribble with the ball. Didzy is just an intelligent footballer. That, that's the only way to describe it. He he knows the game of football. His, his little flicks, the way he passes the ball, holds it up, gets into areas, plays it on. If he could finish, I think uh, he'd be worth a lot more money than what he is. As for the midfield, it's, it's very makeshift, as is the defence at the moment. We're missing key players, but... That makeshift defensive midfield looked really good the other night, so I wouldn't change a thing. Am I confident for the game? I'm not confident for any game at the minute, but do I have belief that we'll actually give it a go? You'd asked me two weeks ago, I'd have said no chance. Ask me now, I'll say we'll give it a good old crack. I'd say good luck for the game, but that'd be insincere. <laughs> Here's hoping for a Blades win. And welcome back to last word on Spurs. Uh, so I left you with a little question. 
just before the uh, break for the previews. Harry Kane joining Andy Cole and Robbie Fowler, three players only in the Premier League. And they have now, they're the only three players that have 25 goals or more with their head, their left foot, and their right foot. So that's 25 goals for, for each of those. 25 from the left foot, 25 from the right foot, and now Harry Kane with his 25th headed goal tonight for Spurs. What a... That, that's uh, Lee, come on, you're our stats, man. What are you making of that one? Great stat. It's a fa fantastic stat. I thought it was going to be like kind of headed uh, headed goals. I, I wonder if Crouch is up there with, with headed goals and scoring with left and right. So I'll be quite interested to see. I know Crouch has scored 100 Premier League goals. Um, he must have scored at least 25 of his head. So it'll uh, be quite interesting to see how many he scored with his, maybe his left foot's let him down on that 25 peg. Do you know what I mean? You could well be, yes, yeah, but they, they, they are your, your free. What a stat. Another Brilliant. stat for Harry Kane. Another 10 million on his value, but he's going nowhere. Oh, can you imagine this team without Kane at the moment? Oh, right, man. We, could sell, we could sell Kane, right? Pay off all of the, all of the, um, uh, the business loans and all that sort of stuff that we need. Sell Kane, and then we could buy, buy a defender. <laughs> we, could, we could go buy a defender, do you know what I mean? With the money, with the profits. Happy days. <laughs> Welcome back to Last Word on Spurs. We're defending hard tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. So, Sunday, Jamie, I'll start with you. Sheffield United away. We've got, we've got to do, surely, 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 we've got to do something different to tonight, haven't we? Yeah, I, I just want to see attacking personnel in the lineup. I don't want to see mm. a number of central midfielders starting the game. I want to see something different in terms of the lineup. I want to see us approaching the game, looking to play on the front foot. I mean, exactly that. Again, it's I don't care kind of how we play. I just want a style of football that's, that actually works. I'm not, again, I'm not demanding attractive football. I'm, I'm demanding football that works. And at the moment, it's not working. So he desperately, desperately does need to change the either way we're setting up in terms of tactics all the way we're setting up with the personnel, as I keep saying. Um, but yeah, we've seen, obviously, uh, Newcastle and Steve Bruce's side get turned over. They ha had a stupidly low number of uh, amount of possession. So we've seen that that football does not work against Sheffield United. But obviously, there'll be serious, serious problems if we can't go and beat Sheffield United. Serious problems. Absolutely. Lee, coming to you. Where are you changing tonight, starting eleven and... Uh to go and beat Sheffield United? Well, I think it's a tough... I think it's a tough... <coughs> I just... Uh, hang on a minute. <laughs> I think it's a tough place to go. <laughs> um, look, I mean, I, I think that we get a reaction. We have to get a reaction. Uh, it just like we've said the whole show, it just wasn't good enough tonight. Uh, I think we will get a reaction. So, um, you know, I feel I feel a bit for, for Sheffield United on there. But they just had... They've had just had their first win of the season. So, you know, they'll be a bit more buoyant, won't they, than, uh, than, than they mm -hmm. was in previous weeks. But there's no excuses. We've got to go up to Sheffield United and we've got to take, we've got to take the three points. We were woeful against them um, before, jo when Jose, uh, before Jose came in, when Pochini got sacked. Uh, we should have lost that game and we drew 1-1. Um, and, uh, and then in, in Project Restart, um, we were absolutely woeful up at, up at their place. Uh, we went 3-0 down, if you remember, and Kane yeah. scored a, yeah. uh, 
Kane scored a last minute goal to just to put one on his tally, probably for another record. But we were we were shocking that day. So if we get more of that, then there's going to be there probably will be fights, but a lot a lot uh, quicker than when fans go back in the stadium crackers. But I think well, I change it. I mean, you know, I definitely bring Toby Alderweireld back in the side. Um, mm. I think that that's the stability with uh, Eric Dyer and Toby um, has shown us that we can get you know clean sheet after clean sheet after clean sheet in that little run that we had. I think there was five or six clean sheets on the trot. Um, I'd definitely be playing Regulon and uh, and, and Serge Aurier um, uh, again. Uh, I, I don't think he will, by the way, but I, that's that's what I would do. Um, and uh, Hoiber, and then I would play attacking players. That, that that for me is I would play attacking players from from that foot forward, and just go after it because there's, there's you got nothing to lose. It's it's almost like a shot to nothing. Do you know what I mean? You got nothing to lose. You got Berge, you got Bale, you got Delhi, you got Son, you got Kane, you got Lucas, you got Vinny. I mean, this is ridiculous. You have got Undembele, Lamella's now back. Uh, all of them players, you've got riches. When when uh, you know. When uh, when it was a closed season and we 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 got Bale in, we were going front three of Bale, Son, and Kane. I mean, it still sounds juicy, but you know, there's there's no there's nothing there's no nothing nothing dripping out of that juice whatsoever um, at the moment. And you got you got to get them firing to, together as a three. Um, you know, get Delhi in there, creativity and Dembele. So 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 for me. What Jose does and what I will do are very, very different things. And thank goodness I'm not the manager of uh, Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, or so it would be uh, anarchy. Um, but but I would definitely want to see front foot go, go and attack them, put them to the sword. They're called the blades. Let's put them to the sword. Oh, very nicely worked. Well done. Well done. Muy bien. Bien trabajo. Chris, come to you. Let's, can we, can we see, can, oh, imagine this. The lineup comes out 105 on Sunday, and there is Son, Kane, and Vinicius and Bow. Is there room in this team to have uh, to have that, that personnel in the side? Them four playing together. No way under the management of Jose Mourinho, you get all no four. No way, of them Jose. In the same team. No way, Jose. No way. Um, no. Do you know what? Um, I know Jason's going to, um, you know, cringe at this one, but it is a difficult place to go, Sheffield United. You know, we lost, as Lee said, we lost their 3-1, uh, you know, during the first lockdown. It was a very, very difficult game. You know, Kane got our goal at the end, but it was a game where we just didn't perform. We didn't turn up and, uh, you know, it was a very, very difficult game. And Sheffield United have not won a Premier League game all season until their last game against Newcastle United. The game before that, it gave them confidence because they won in the third round of the FA Cup against Bristol Rovers. So their last two games, they have they have won. Uh, they have, you know, they'll be, they'll have a lot of confidence going into this game against Spurs, particularly after watching our performance tonight as well. I might add, and um, you know, no matter what Jose Mourinho puts out, as as I keep saying, we should win the game. Um, Sheffield United, I think, will be very defensive. It depends on how defensive we are. Um, I'm going to go for a boring nil-nil draw. Chris, oh, Chris, I, I just, I just need to say, I was the one that brought. It's a tough place to go to the to this show, and I'm saying you're not allowed <laughs> to use it for Sheffield United. I'm not allowing that. <laughs> Perhaps we need to go with a confidence of not a tough place to go. We should be going with a no. Do you know what this lot? This lot ain't up to much. Look where they are. This ain't a tough place to go. This is we can go and win. Can, can I just say, it goes, it, this, this is what it's like being a Spurs fan. One week you're saying the trophies are coming, and then the next week you're saying we're going to get a nil nil draw at Sheffield United. 
Oh, I, I think what's, I think what's interesting when, when when you look at when you look at the table, obviously, and you look at Sheffield United first win in the league and this that and the other, and they've been they've been woeful uh, for for sure. But actually, when you look at the form guide, that tells you a different story. The last five matches, uh, Tottenham have won uh, won once, lost twice, and drawn twice. And Sheffield United, the last five matches, they've lost three times, drawn once, and won once. So they're they're only a, uh, you know a, a draw to a loss behind us. Did you see mm. what I mean? So the form guide, and then going back to what you just said, Chris, about you know they beat Bristol Rovers and then they, and then they and then they beat Newcastle. And they, they're they're on, but I just can't see us uh, moving past um, you know non-reaction. We are going to get a reaction. This is you know this this got to be this has got to be master blasters in their face in, in, in uh, at full time tonight. I mean, did you if if anybody saw uh, Huiber's, um uh, post match interview? I mean, if that was the mood of the whole of the whole squad, then we are going to go up to Sheffield United and have it. But we've got to let this. Jose's got to let the shackles off. He's almost got to go. Go on, then go, go, go and show me what you can do. Then have a go and see what, and see if they do it. Because Sheffield United, they've scored nine goals in their league all season. Nine out of eighteen matches, by the way. So um, you know that is is an appalling goals uh, record there. Uh, I think the goal difference is uh, minus 20. So they've let in basically 29 goals. So they're free-flowing in goals uh, in the opposite direction. And, you know, we, we've, we've proved going away from home, certainly at the beginning of the season, that we can go to the places like Manchester United, like places like Southampton, and score ba- bucket loads of goals away from home. So that's the Tottenham that we need to see at the weekend. Um, yeah. And like, like I say, you know, the, the table and the result and everything else will look a lot better than what it currently does tonight. But something needs to change. And, and look, he's our manager and there are players and we, we back them because it's our football club and we, he has to change it. If he keeps doing what he's doing and we keep getting the same stuff, he won't be here for, <laughs> he won't be here for much longer. Uh, you know, I'm not calling for his head, but what I'm saying is, that that people, if people think that Jose Mourinho is going to be at our football club in five years' time, they're utterly deluded. This no. this guy was rocking up for three years, right? It, like I said right at the beginning, it's an interim appointment. It's it's not called that, but that's what it is. So he's got to put trophies in the cabinet, and then he does his business, and then he goes away. And and and, and the reality is, he's got to, he's got to do something. He, he will look at it and say, I've won 26 major trophies, whatever the, the, the stats are. Serial winner. Let's put that one in there. Why not? And he'll say, well, I'm not changing because that's the way I've done it. And I've always done it that way. And I've always won. This this next game against Sheffield United is, is absolutely vital that we do pick up three points because our next Premier League game after Sheffield United is the big one, Liverpool at home. And of course, Jose Mourinho has already uh, wound Jurgen Klopp up. You know, that is a must-win game. If Tottenham are going to finish in the top four, then we have to win these next two games for sure. Sheffield United away, Liverpool at home. And then, uh, you know, the title race will be wide open. The top four places will be wide open as well. And, uh, you know, we will be in a very different place as fans if we got six points out of those two matches. So so you think about it, and this is why it is so ridiculous what's going on. Think about this. If we do beat Sheffield United... Right, and then we go, we beat Liverpool. We're above them. Do you know what I mean? That that that's the reality, and, and it's crazy. And when we we only played them a few weeks ago, didn't we? And we lost the game, like 90th minute from another set piece. Bobby Firmino, blah blah blah. And we're like, ah. Oh. And then we said on the on this very pod, I think it was all four of us. We were talking about 
the little mini leagues. We didn't do too well in the first half of the little mini league. We done well. The second half of the little mini league, we didn't. We lost to Leicester, lost to Liverpool, dropped points against Palace. But the next games are crucial. We had to beat Wolves, and we had to, and we went beat. We didn't beat Wolves. Um, you know, we haven't beaten Fulham now. Do you know what I mean? Like we we we're going, but all of that rubbish under the bridge. If we beat Sheffield United and rock up at um, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and turn Liverpool over, which is a big ask, by the way, we're above them. I mean, just crazy season, isn't it, Richard? Oh, it's just, it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. It's nearly as crazy as you calling me Richard for once instead of crackers. I thought, I thought I'd go all formal on you. <laughs> oh, only Chris Cowley and my mum call me Richard. That's very nice. And the tax I thought, man. I, I thought that would get your attention. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, listen, I think we're about done. So, uh, look, Tottenham, just give us something to cling on to on Sunday. Please, 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 just get us up off of our seats. Anything, something, I beg you. But for tonight, Jamie, as always, thank you so, so much. I hope a little vent uh, helped you uh, get off to sleep tonight and got out of your chest. Yeah, no, definitely. Unfortunately, it was a bit of a, a event for me today. But um, now, hopefully, you know, Jose Mourinho, he realises that it has to be the changing point for Spurs and we do something different against Sheffield United because, um, yeah, we, we desperately need it to start turning around now. Excellent stuff. Chris, never mind trophies. I'll take three points are coming at the moment. Thanks for this evening. The three points are coming. Let's hope that we do get the three points at uh, Bramwell Lane on Sunday and we're all smiling again at the weekend. Good stuff. And Lee McQueen, keep driving that train. Keep shoveling them blue books in the firebox. Well, we need, we need to put some of them in there to, to, to keep it back. No, look, no one's derailing us yet. We've still got some, loads of points to play for. It is a crazy season. I said it's a crazy train. We are still all on it, whether we like it or not. And, the, the, the you know, I'm absolutely confident that we will go to Sheffield United. We will, we will get the three points. We'll keep a clean sheet. We'll, we'll probably win well. It won't be the most attractive football, so I'm not going too mad. But I think we get. Uh, I think we get the points, and then we've got a welcome relief, haven't we? We've got a bit of FA Cup action as well. Um, we haven't mentioned that tonight. We've got drawn against Wickham Wanderers, and then obviously the fifth round draw. If, if we get past that, we're, we're we're against Everton as well. So look, there's a lot to look forward to. It's very very disappointing tonight, and they need to have a word of themselves. They need to look in the mirror and say, "Can I do better? Should I be doing better?" And Joe say, "Have a look at yourself as well. Take." Some some of them shackles off and get us playing on the front foot 10-15 yards higher up the pitch. Sheffield United have scored nine goals all season in 18 games. They are not going to go and score three or four against us. So you might as well go gung-ho and smash them and win 4-0. Come on, you Spurs. Aye. Preach, brother McQueen. Preach. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, above anything else in football, keep safe, keep well wherever you are in the world. But as ever, even on a night like tonight, we'll always finish with a big come on you Spurs. See you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. 
No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.